I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly. The file you are about to hear has been thoroughly scrutinized by the Ethics Committee and approved by the O5 Council for release to trusted associates of the Foundation. This is SCP Unredacted. Item number SCP-6490 Object Class Keter Special Containment Procedures There is currently no known means of physically containing SCP-6490. Due to the highly public nature of the anomaly, Mobile Task Force Mu-23, quote the Raven, has been tasked with intercepting all sightings of the entity and administering Class A amnestics to witnesses as needed. Agents are to monitor the subject's activities with all findings submitted in writing to Project Director Lyle Blanchard. Under no circumstances should agents attempt to engage with the entity. Description SCP-6490 is a tangible humanoid entity, visually indistinguishable from American author Edgar Allan Poe as he appeared in 1849. Every January 19th, between 0100 and 0300 Eastern Standard Time, the entity will manifest in one of several urban areas located in the eastern United States. The entity typically appears in the vicinity of bars, taverns, and alleyways, although has also been sighted near libraries and college campuses. In all documented occurrences, the entity appeared to be heavily intoxicated. Witnesses have described the entity's appearance as disheveled, with unkempt hair and dressed in stained, ill-fitting clothes, similar to those worn by Poe at the time of his death. Reportedly, the entity possesses a strong odor, usually likened to a combination of whiskey and urine. The entity is generally aggressive toward humans and animals, and is noted for its strongly antisocial tendencies. Since classification, the subject's pattern of behavior has remained largely consistent, and it has frequently been cited engaging in the following activities. Loud recitation of misquoted verses of poetry and prose, all pre-20th century, mostly originating from Poe's body of literature. Defacement of public property and infrastructure. Scavenging streets and waste containers in search of discarded food and liquor bottles. Kicking and throwing of cats, dogs, and other small animals. Taunting and denigration of passing civilians. This occasionally results in physical altercations, although due to its inebriated state, the entity is easily subdued. Manifestation events usually last for a period of between 30 to 60 minutes. In all cases, 
the subject was seen collapsing to the ground in an apparent state of unconsciousness before abruptly vanishing. Addendum SCP-6490 was first discovered in 1949 outside Gunners Hall in the city of Baltimore, Maryland. The subject continued to appear annually across several states for over 15 years until January 1967 when no new sightings were reported. Mobile Task Force Mu-23, quote the Raven, which had been dispatched in anticipation of the entity's next appearance, was tasked with investigating possible causes for this change in circumstance. On 20 January, a short news article was published in the Baltimore Tribunal, detailing an anomalous figure sighted at Westminster Hall shortly after midnight the previous day. This individual was seen visiting the cenotaph marking Poe's original gravesite, where they placed three roses before pouring and raising a glass of cognac. After a follow-up investigation, this visitor was identified as 23-year-old Augustus Reynolds, a local university student and self-described Poe enthusiast. When questioned, Reynolds displayed no knowledge of the entity, stating that he left flowers and raised a toast to Poe's memory out of respect for his accomplishments. Reynolds spoke at length about what he described as the author's posthumous character assassination by critic and associate Rufus W. Griswold, who characterized the late writer as a misanthropic alcoholic and drug addict. Reynolds was subsequently administered Class A amnestics, and these findings were forwarded to Project Director Lyle Blanchard. On 19 January the following year, Reynolds' ritual was replicated by Agent Jacob Fletcher, and as expected, the entity once again failed to appear. The entity's containment procedures are currently being amended to reflect these developments. In the interest of security, performance of this ritual is expected to continue annually for the foreseeable future. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, join my Discord community, hire me on Fiverr, or help support me by becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month. Regardless of tier, all patrons get early access to every single episode. The links are in the description. I don't have the talent it takes to write a skip. All I do is read. Original authors make this podcast possible. So, credit to the original author. Their link's in the description. Show them some love as well. Consider becoming a member of the SCP Wiki, upvote their work, and maybe write a skip of your own. Maybe I'll read it here someday. You never know if you never try. The content of this podcast and content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons ShareLight 3.0, and all concepts originate from scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording 
being derived from this content is hereby also released under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0. I'm Gregory Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SAP Wiki. And we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Visit the show page at anchor.fm slash simply-creative-people or follow us on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. Hey there, this is DJ Skip, host of Foundation After Midnight Radio, coming to you from the only third shift broadcast for personnel by personnel. Be sure to tune in wherever you listen to podcasts to not miss out on containment news and community announcements from within the Foundation.